things that people have said, well-meaning, don't get me wrong, that were either helpful or harmful in, your, in both your experiences? Oh, one of the things I really hate is at least you don't have kids. Yeah. Which is... You know what's funny is I hear that too from people... Oh, I'm so glad... I'm glad too, but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It, no, like, that's not something you should ever say to someone that like. Yeah. People would say that to me, like when I'd be like, "Oh, I'm you know dating this person or whatever," and if if it came up that he was divorced, they'd be like, "Well, does he have any kids?" That would yeah. be almost one of the very first questions which I would is, get asked. Which is, I think, a, yeah. It, it but would also, like, who are you to ask that to someone, yeah. right? Like you, like you get to make that decision. That's not something for someone else to like. To ask, in my opinion. But it would be interesting because people, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah. There's no, great they- people that have been divorced that have kids. And that's just a thing. And, like, yeah. they need love, too. And it, yeah. like, it makes yeah. things, I, it, I do think it definitely adds another complexity to it. But yeah. but it does, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, in our situation, like, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'm glad for our situation. But when people would ask me that, it almost felt like, or when they'd ask me, I'm like, well, no, no, he doesn't have kids. And they're like, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's and like I'm a like, weird thing. I don't. I didn't really know how to feel about it because it, part of me was like, yeah, I guess that is good because then we don't have to worry about like, you know, uh, co-parenting and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, there was a little oh, bit of God. me that was like, like it almost diminished all the other things. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it was like, well, you know, one less thing you need to worry about. I don't know. It did. It, it did feel really weird. That, okay, so yeah. good the, the rational that. part of my mind gets the. Yeah, it is. One last thing to worry about. Yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that we didn't have, like, that. that's not a continuing part of my life, that I could close that part of my life and be like, you never have to see but her. I, don't, you- I don't ever have to see her again, right? Yeah. But if, you know, if if we had a kid and I had, like, that that would be another yeah. another thing that I would have to deal with. And I'm sure I would have found a way, but, like, that would yeah. And for all you know, though, <laughs> maybe part of the reason they're not together is because they couldn't have kids. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like well, that, like that, like, like that, yeah. that yeah. could be, you don't know. And you, don't, so, you don't know people's situations. Like that sure. actually is very common. Like people that struggle with infertility end up, you know, getting divorced. Well, and so the it's stress like, of it, yeah, so it's like, like just asking that question. I can, I can understand logistics, but what, what other things Well, that were helpful or harmful? That oh, p- people have said? Yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel like I don't feel like things people said to me made any difference at all. I feel like most (laughs) like stronger than me. (laughs) Well, like I felt like I was so far down that anything somebody said to try and bring me up didn't really make a difference, and anything else like I couldn't get any worse. I was just, I mean, I was, I was bad. Like, I, I don't think I put on pants for two weeks. Put I, on pants? Yeah, exactly. Like, like it, it was just like, I, I you know, I, I stayed alive and that was a big accomplishment for a couple of weeks. That's, you know, that's kind of where I was. So people, people, things, people, other people, the, the best thing for me was people just saying, hey, come we're doing this. We're going to play yep. cards. Come, yep. Just come play cards. You know, there were some girls in my in my ward that were like, hey, come play cards. We're going to, you know, play once a week or whatever. Or we're going to a few people together and we're just going to, you know, hang out. No big, no big deal. No, no pressure. And that's the thing. You know, that was like the, the first thing. And those weren't people that like I was previously friends with really, right? It was just like, oh, you're kind of, new here because I was new because I was in the same place but now I wasn't married so I was with people that weren't married right yeah 
And so, you know, once there were a couple of people that found out that found that out and they were like, well, let's just, you know, let's invite him to, to do stuff. And well, that's kind of how our relationship that was super helpful started yeah. because I think the first time that we actually hung out after that pizza episode, we shouldn't, we didn't really hang out in that situation, but, um, is that I was with a friend and they were like, Hey, we're going to go hang, go hang out with Andrew. And I remember being like, ugh, not ugh to you, but like, I don't want to like, and it was like, come on, it'll be good or whatever. And we, I think we ended up playing Frisbee or something. And then that kind of led to more like yeah. group gatherings yeah. where that's well, and like you would start to be at the gatherings. My friends were really good about at least like once or twice a week inviting me to some sort of group situation. Because I wasn't normally, I would have been like, normally I would have been like, you know, hey, call my friend, let's go do something, let's get together as a group and do this, let's whatever. But once that was over, it was like, because when you, when you get married, you kind of put all of those other single one-on-one relationships into a different category and they change because you are a couple. And so there's an expectation. Yeah, you still have your one-on-one friends and you still see them every once in a while. But that part changes from doing most things with lot, with more people to doing most things with one other person and then every once in a while doing something with friends. And so, you know, the, the best thing for me during that time was that I had, you know, a few good groups of friends that would consistently invite me, get me out of the house where I could be away from that place for an extended period of time with with, you know, good, nice people and just forget about it for two hours. I think one of the things from my perspective, so I feel like when we started hanging out and started dating, I actually really liked the idea. In my head, I was like, he just got divorced. He's not looking to date. He's not interested in a relationship with me. Like, so for the first couple months, it took a lot of pressure off mm-hmm. because I was also you know, coming off of a breakup from even two years prior that I hadn't really healed from, that I was still really struggling with. He's laughing. I don't know why. I'm not, I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm just remembering that you telling me about that relationship. And I was like, man, she is really hung up on this guy. I struggled. I did. I, I, I did. Um, and so hanging out with Andrew in those situations, I was like, oh, we're not going to date. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want to date. That's the last thing he wants to do right now. And so I feel like our connection and our felt very normal and natural. And so for the, that first summer that we were together, it was, Hey, you want to go hang out? Hey, you want to do this? But it was hard because feelings did start to develop. And I think on both sides, I think we had actually kissed at one point. And, and so it was kind of this like we like each other, but also like we both don't really want to be in a relationship. But at the same time, I like, was not dating to get married, and I wasn't either. Honestly, I wasn't. <laughs> I was dating to was, survive. I think that was one of the, like the best things for our relationship because there was no expectation. There was no expectation, and it really was. We got to become friends, and I think we hung out for like two months before I even was like, "Hey, so you used to be married? What happened?" Like, and I, I mean, and that's it came, true. And it came up like I don't think we ever said anything about it for like I mean we had. And it was cool that it was okay that we didn't have to have. Yeah, so from the perspective of someone dating a person who was recently divorced, 
I was very cognizant to like not make our relationship about your divorce. Does that make sense? Because it would have been really easy. Oh yeah, for sure. To to sit there and talk about, well, what went wrong and what did you learn and why did this happen? And how do you feel like, you know, yeah, I didn't want our relationship to be about the fact that he had gotten divorced and you know, it's a new chapter. Yeah, it really was. And so for the first several months, it was just, let's go for a longboard ride. Let's go watch a movie. Let's play Dr. Mario. Let's go drive around in the middle of the night. Let's go to the Nickelcade. Like, and it was really fun, and it was really normal, and it was really natural. But then we started to, like, we kissed, which made it complicated, I think, because then it was like, what? <laughs> but fun. you were also going through your own internal struggle at that time. And so there would be weeks at a time. Like, we would hang out, like, every single night for a week. And it would be so fun, and it would be, like, awesome. And it would feel like we were, like, best friends, and we'd be up till 3 in the morning. And, and then I wouldn't hear from you for, like, two weeks. And I would like text you and you wouldn't respond. I'd call, you wouldn't answer. I'd go over and stop by your house and you wouldn't answer the door. I knew you were home. but you, And then I was like, then I would get in my head of like, I'm this crazy girl that's like. Yeah, you weren't crazy. But it like, it messed with me because I was in my head. I'm thinking and it's I'm, about, like I made it about me in the sense that like, well, he probably doesn't like me anymore. Or he doesn't know what to do. And so honestly, the first like year of our relation we we did date we dated for like three months we were like hey let's be boyfriend girlfriend and then uh we ended up breaking up i i I broke up with you because i I didn't hear from you for like two weeks and i was like i'm not gonna date a guy who doesn't talk to me for two weeks so we ended up breaking up i was still doing the sine (laughs) wave thing where you know i'd be up for a little while but then it would all come crashing down and it's 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 so real as soon as we put that label that we were dating our relationship struggled it was awful it was not good (laughs) and then we broke up and then we did this like weird flirty dance for like a year and a half (laughs) and that's when i think lauren and i we know we started dating again and then we dated for like a year and a half anyway but i think from from my perspective it was really nice early on to not i just was like oh he's he just wants a friend and i just want a friend and let's go hang out and do stuff together, which worked, I think worked out really well for us. But I know that not everybody's situation is that way. Yeah. But, but for us, that was, and for, for me, I mean, I, I wasn't divorced, but I had my own little struggles that I was going through. And when I was around you, everything kind of quieted, if that makes sense. And I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with this guy. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever date. I don't know if we'll ever get married, but I always felt like at peace when I was with you. And that's probably why I like wanted to be with you all the time because it was the one time that I could like quiet everything down. But then when you weren't around all of the, it came back up of like, well, he's divorced and, and I would have conversations with family or friends. And then of course they, <laughs> and they're to- concerned. Yeah. Because, oh, you're dating like, somebody that yeah. just got divorced. Okay. Well, no, like when Ooh. your friend comes to you and goes, this guy and I were dating and then he doesn't talk to me for two weeks. You're like, yeah, yeah dump that guy. Right? Yeah. Like, really? Like, like, and then you get the whole like, you deserve so much better. Well, you're so smart. You're so awesome. You deserve a guy that like is going to fight for you. And it was interesting because I'm like, I totally understand all the, and I'm not trying to like say that that's yeah, not all true. Yeah, those things are correct. And also. And also. See, he's got a lot going on. And also, we ha- like when we we are together. I feel like it's a good thing. It's a good thing, right? And but when oh. when we were together, and everything was, you know, level and good. 
It was. It was level and good. It was good for both of us. It was a mutually beneficial relationship, you know. It was just that, like, I was still going through, you know, the up and down of the planes out of control and just trying to pull things back into some semblance of order. And it was really hard sometimes to feel like I had to give, not that I didn't want to, but that I could give part of myself at that time yeah you know i i almost felt guilty even expecting things of you i like there was a lot of times where i would have this like internal conflict of like i want to have compassion and i want to have empathy towards the situation and i want to be understanding so if i needed you to be more present or if i needed you to be more you know upfront with what you were experiencing or whatever i felt guilty for asking because I felt like I didn't want to be a burden on you. If that makes sense. Like I didn't want to be like, hey, I need you to spend more time with me. Or I need you to simply respond and say, hey, not feeling it today. Or what, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I felt guilty because I felt like I was only adding to your situation. And so, which was interesting. Because I think it took us a little It took a lot of figuring out how to communicate through that. Yeah. But coming from the person who's trying to be sensitive to somebody who's going through a divorce or recently divorced. You did really well. I I know you didn't feel like you you. were doing really well, but you did. Like the, The thing that was frustrating for me was that I felt like I met this awesome girl who I really liked to be around and who, you know... That I, that I really liked to be around and that made me feel better and made and helped me forget the pain f- at least for some time and you know and I felt like I was good for you and uh, the, the timing was really hard for me because I knew that I needed that I had needs like I needed to heal and I needed to work on you know leveling the plane essentially right but here was this girl that you know, if we were going to have a relationship, like she needed something, she needed, you know, a partner in that relationship at the very least. And that was like, I, I wasn't ever ready to just let you go. Yeah. You know, and that was, that was apparent. That was, it was, I didn't want to let you go. I like to be with you, but there were times where I just could not function, you know, in that place for, for a while. And it but it was really hard to, you can't explain that and you, just, you can't say you know I, there were times where just even picking up the phone and making a phone call was like impossible yeah anxiety wise and and you know life wise and i don't know i felt like from from my end i was probably a lot better at it in front of you <laughs> than i was on my own does that make sense so like Oh, yeah. Because, one, I wanted to, like, put on a good face and show that I was, like, I was the cool girl. I was fun and chill and, like, easygoing and, you know, drama-free. Like, and, oh, you don't want to talk? Okay, cool. No big deal. You don't want to, you know? Like, but... I don't know if you'd had roommates when we started dating if we would have ended up together. Uh, I don't know. When did you start dating? So we started dating... Okay, we started dating the fall of 2013. So he got divorced in May, in March. I think it was finalized in May. Or something like that. And, but no. we lived together so we, in 2014. Yeah, so we started dating. We dated the fall of 2013. We broke up at the beginning of 2014. And then we were friends that whole year. 
So when we lived together, we were starting. I remember because you went on dates with like a couple of random. In dates. fact, yeah, no, that, that was kind of right around the time that we actually started. That was about again. the time when he realized because I got to a point where I, I mean, I was getting advice from so many people, and honestly, like at this point, is that I, helpful? Um, <laughs> and at this point, like I had met your family, you were living with your brother. I had met your parents. Obviously, I wouldn't have taken you to meet my family yeah. if you didn't meet mean something. We to like me. we drove to Texas. We spent a week with his parents. Like, I mean, he was like holding my hand in front of his parents. Like, it was this. I mean, he had met my parents. Like, at this point, and I knew that I liked him. He knew that he liked me, but it was this up and down ride. It was just dealing with the. It was there was a lot frustration and the. It was hard. Yeah. I, yeah, honestly, I know, I, I know. I don't, I I don't mean there. to like sit down, or I don't mean to like sound negative, but like I do not have a lot of fond memories of our dating years. Like, our dating years. Like I, I have a lot of good memories of like, oh, See, those were fun. Dating sucks. Yeah. But like, yeah, but exactly. it Full comes circle. with, it comes with a lot of, and it comes with a lot of pain. Pain. Yeah. And even, I even feel guilty almost talking about it with you because I know it was such a painful time for you that I feel bad being like, that was a painful time for me too. Like, but that's okay. It is okay. Like, that's the thing. I think we think that relationships have to be rosy all the time. No, but it's yeah. Like, that's not real life. Like, two individual people are bringing their issues, their trauma, their past, their whatever. And I think it's like really beautiful that two people can be like patient with each other and kind through all of that i think most of honestly i think most of the pain that came from that experience in dating for me came from other people and not like i'm not trying to like blame them but it came from pressures from yeah external pressure that's a great way to say it like everybody's opinions everybody's thoughts from everybody's gonna share them with you from people i loved and trusted that had really good intentions like but it was really hard because i would go to them and say i'm really struggling do I stick around? Do I not? Do I give, do I move on? Do I not? I don't know what to do. And they would be like, dump his ass. Like, you know, like he's great, but he's (laughs) like, he's not, he's got to pull it together and you deserve, you know, and, and from both sides, from friends, from family. And like, you know, I was interesting too, because like at this point I had known your parents. And so like, I was getting kind of the background from, you know, your mom of like more about like who he is, who he really is. And, you know, like, but then I hear from other, like, I don't know. It was, it was hard and it made me really doubt my ability to trust myself. Uh-huh. And then even going into like, I still think, I mean, if full transparency, I still think I have some light trauma from our experience. I don't I mean, I, don't, I think, I think our dating relationship. Light treason. Light treason. <laughs> I think our dating experience has caused insecurities in my marriage. I see it, right? I'll mm-hmm. see issues of like, yeah. in our marriage now and I'll even like sometimes in my head go back to like well he hasn't fully recovered from this issue in his his divorce and so it's it's reflecting in our ability to connect right and sometimes it's easy for me to blame I'm being totally like honest here like sometimes I feel like it's easy when when we're struggling to communicate or we're not on the same page to blame his divorce on our our inability mm-hmm. to like have a healthy relationship in the moment right yeah. because I can be like well it's because he's divorced and he has these problems like I like sorry I don't mean to sound rude but like there is a little bit of that like I feel like I can the first couple years it it, it is like the first year I think it was a easy way to be like oh he's just readjusting he's just figuring out how to learn how to be in a relationship again he's still learning how to be human again yeah like and I think there was some of that but 
it's taken and it will continue to be I think a lifelong process of being like this is our relationship it's not centered on your divorce it's not centered on you know it's centered on us I think it's good though that the way we started I think so was very not no there was no real like expectation of commitment from either side for a good long time and when that when that started to come that's when things got sticky yeah, and but but I think that was helpful because we both learned a lot about who the other person was. Yeah. In, a, in a, like I feel like we were both committed to each other to to some degree. Yeah, absolutely. It was just there wasn't an expectation of the other person to that commitment, and I think that was very nurturing in our early relationship. Yeah. It, in recent months, I've realized as I was like, you know what, I have these issues i have these insecurities i just need somebody who is patient yeah and it's like some people aren't gonna be able to deal with it and that's okay like if yeah yeah and i like the people that have chosen to not be with me whether it's break up with me to leave to it's like at some point you have to be like okay you let those people go and then I see other relationships where I'm like, they've been through a ton of stuff and somehow they're still doing it. And I'm like, it, it just makes me think that like, okay, at some point I'm going to find somebody who wants to deal with my stuff or who is okay yeah. with my stuff existing and I'm okay with their stuff existing. And I feel like maybe that's how you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> like if you can like kind of put each other through hell and still want to be together, then it's like, cause it, and nobody has a perfect relationship, right? Like some of us have more issues, some of us have less issues. But it's like at some point you're gonna everybody hurt. Everybody has issues. Yeah, at some point you're gonna hurt each other. If you're in a close intimate relationship, you're gonna hurt each other. So and if you're like, not, it's not a close intimate relationship. Yeah, you're not, yeah, it's not it's like it just and I it's like trying to avoid that hurt doesn't work as well as working through the hurt in my It's not convenient educated though. No, and, and honestly like I'm making myself sound cooler than I am. Like being that quote unquote patient person during like his post-divorce years was really hard and it has impacted me both positively, but also negatively. Does that make sense? Like, and, and that isn't the focus of, of our relationship, but it's, it is hard. And I think what kept me coming back to him because there were many times where i was like i don't need this like i can was his little blue eyes winning smile no was there was just i i there was just a peace when i was with him like i know that's like all that's the only that's the same way i felt with you like it just was this peace but like all the baggage all the drama no i don't know drama just it was insecurities like there was so much so much wrapped up and i mean dating's hard and trying to get married is hard in general now add on like the slayer of like yeah somebody who's divorced struggling hurting somebody that's trying to be understanding and compassionate but also address their needs and making sure that their needs are being fulfilled and that you're both showing up in appropriate ways and the appropriate times like and i mean it, it was really hard for me um and I and honestly, like marriage is still really hard. Like, like it's not like it's like it's but, not easy, but it is worth it for sure. But 
Yeah, it is. Absolutely. But I feel like everybody, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I just think that like, I think it's easy to be like, oh, you're, I, I hear often, I often heard like, wow, you're so great. You're doing all these great things for him and you're so sweet and you're so patient and you're so kind, which was flattering. And I don't think, I think those were, that was encouraging, but sometimes it felt like it was more of a, like, like I was like doing him a favor. Yeah. Like charity work. It felt like charity work. It felt, I actually, I had people. When other people talk to you about it. Yeah. When they, when they were like, cause it felt like this, like, wow, you're such a saint. You're so good. You brought him up from, and I, and, and it was really with close friends or family that I was able to open up and share my struggles with it and say, this is hard on me for these reasons. Like, and so if you are the person that's dating somebody who's divorced, I think it's important that you have people that you can talk to about what you're experiencing too, because what your experience is, is different and it's important and it definitely does take a patient person. But I think I neglected a lot of that in myself for a long time because I felt guilty to like say I needed more from this relationship or whatever. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so I feel like if you are the person dating somebody that's divorced or going through a divorce or whatever, that make sure you have the right people to talk to. I honestly probably wouldn't have it be family. Yeah. Family because family's too close. It's too close. Yeah. I really wish I would have gone to a therapist. Mm about it because I think having a third person that doesn't know Andrew and doesn't interact with him and doesn't you know would have been helpful but um yeah like an unbiased well I think in every relationship it's like you like I said if somebody is like people who have dated me and been like this is too much and left like I don't blame them for that like, it's okay to leave dating situations that are too much or not enough, yeah. you know, depending yeah. which way, um, for you. And by leaving, you're, um, I think people don't realize that by leaving, you could be doing that person a favor, too, if that's the situation and if that's what you feel. And that just comes back to, it's like your inner intuition, because yeah. it's like, you can get advice from people, you can do this or that. And they could say, people can say, be more patient, be less patient. But ultimately, you know what you need. And if you need to leave, you don't feel like, you don't have to feel like you have to stick around for that person. Because, like I said, I'm super grateful. <laughs> I'm super grateful to everybody who left because then I wasn't torturing them and vice versa, <laughs> right? It's like, only stick around if you genuinely... If you feel things genuinely, yeah. not if you feel like guilt or shit or any or yeah. bad or anything like that, right? Well, and it's that's like, what like. But the other thing is like the people that are divorced are still worth your love, and they're still worth your time. And just because there's baggage, and just because there's everybody has baggage, everybody has crap. Yeah, there's amazing people out there that you know that thing in their past doesn't necessarily have to be any kind of a deal breaker at all yeah it's and just, yeah it's people just, are people right it's what you, it's the stock you put into it if you think it's a bit if you're gonna make it a big deal then it might be a big yeah. deal but it people are people yeah. i don't know yeah no that's the whole point of our, <laughs> of our podcast here right C- communicating like, that like <sighs> i feel like i there was like 
I mean, there was fear in me of like, if I choose to leave, because I did love him. Like he was a close friend. Like I loved him romantically, but I also loved him like his soul. Like I really did. And so there was a bit of me that was like, if I truly can't do this, like I remember praying and being like, you know, like is, should I stay? Should I go? I don't know if, and if I truly can't do this, there was this like, I'm leaving him again. Here's another person in his life that yeah. he loved and that he opened up to and he left. And that was a, a really, that was a reality for me as I was, you know, n- navigating this, like, how do I, what do I do? Um, and also this is over like the course of like three years, by the way. So it wasn't <laughs> just like a one-time conversation, but there was that reality of like, I understand the hurt that I may be causing him in the short term if I decide to leave. And I don't think it, honestly, it wasn't until I went on a date with um, somebody else and I came over to your house like right before, right after that you were like, I don't want to lose you. Like, I don't want you to go on other dates with other people. I don't want, you know, like, and it, yeah. but that was like, oh, that was like two years of us like being together and dating on and off. And like, but that when I, when I truly got to the point where I was like, I can leave and it's okay. When I was truly at peace with the fact that like, I'm Okay leaving and not leaving like by peace out but like saying goodbye to a relationship that could have been a marriage right does that yeah. but like when i finally became at peace with like okay it's time for me to like date other people it's time for me to like move forward was the time that like you were you were like wait a second I don't I don't know if that like but, but yeah, that's that's, that's when it changed for us was when I became when I let go of the pressure and the fear and the concerns yeah and I just was like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen and uh let's I'm okay with I honestly meant it I was okay with whatever outcome happened was when our relationship changed yeah that's what I was trying to get at it's like you can't stay in a relationship for fear of hurting yes. the other person yeah yeah because ultimately you are hurting them by staying in that relationship yeah, yeah there's a whole <laughs> when it's like uh, it's it sucks and it's hard but it's like it's yeah it's like you do have to like so maybe maybe i i would say that if you're considering dating someone especially with a recent divorce it makes sure you're at least interested do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. don't, don't, don't be like, oh yeah, I'll go on one date with you and then I'll shoot you down. Or do, do you know what I mean? Like that, that shoot down could be earth shattering, right? Apparently yeah. I did yeah, shoot him down saying, but, Oh, Grace totally shot me but down. But it's also like, you can't control that. Like yeah. you can't, you can't worry so much about being that person who, you know. That's true. Uh, who crushes their world or whatever, or you'll, you'll never date and i think this goes for any dating anybody right yeah it's like nobody likes to be broken up with and yeah it does hurt more post-divorce than it hurts pre-divorce but it's also like it's okay it hurts more and at the same time i'm like i've been divorced i can survive a little breakup (laughs) (laughs) like this is nothing this isn't like you're not somebody who promised me all these other things um but i do think in dating in general it's like as soon as you stop being, as soon as you try and change yourself or change your intent, like it's not even just changing your whole self, but as soon as you try 
to just do whatever's going to make the other person feel good, you're probably going to be on the wrong path. Yeah. What would you, so, what would you advise someone who's recently divorced or going through a divorce to do for themselves? Go to therapy. Okay. And if you don't go to therapy, I would say read some books, like about read some books, <laughs> um, about like attachment style, about relationships, about um, just about trauma in general. Because a divorce is traumatic. It doesn't matter how it went down. And most people's divorces are very traumatic. Like if there was cheating involved or any any kind of thing like that. Um, you do have trauma. So just accept that one. <laughs> accept that there's trauma and go about working through that because it's going to come up at some point. And I think be super patient with yourself. And if you, you don't have to get back on the horse and start dating, especially so like a lot of people who like maybe got married young and then divorced and like didn't do a lot of dating before I'm like being single is good being single it it sucks post-divorce but also it's like find that like joy and that good the good parts of being single because again if you're in a place where you don't need a relationship you're gonna get into more fulfilling relationships that's true if you're just looking for somebody to fill your passenger seat like (laughs) you're gonna Anyone can do that, and you'll find somebody who can do that. You'll find somebody who's passable. Yeah. It's to quote Ted Lasso and Roy Kent, don't you dare settle for fine. Because I think that's super... I see a lot of people do it, and those are the people that get divorced again and married again and divorced again. I did not settle for fine. Yeah. I settled for extraordinary. You heard it You didn't settle. Yeah. You got extraordinary. Because... And you got fine. Extra fine. Settled for extra fine. (laughs) Um, because again, I kind of maybe judge those people, but being divorced, I am like, I get it. Cause you want to be in it. You want to be married again so bad. Or I did. I wanted to be married again so bad. So I'm like, oh, I get it. I get why people get married again super fast after divorce because Mm -hmm. you want that home again. You want that life that you had. And so you're just like, oh yeah. And then you, and you also think like, oh, I've learned stuff. So I'm going to do better this time. And you have, you've learned lots of stuff. And so you may I may not have had time to yeah, I figure totally, it all out in your head. Totally but. get it. But as somebody who's now been single three and a half years, actually, September will be four years since it's September now. You've come a long so way. So now is four years since my husband asked for a divorce, ex husband. Um, and I have really enjoyed it. It sucked a lot too. Like, and I think that's okay. Like, it can suck and be enjoyable. And I think people don't realize this, like, duality of life. Turns out your life is going to be like this a lot where you're like, I hate this. And also I'm having a really good time. (laughs) I hate this and it's working. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I... I don't recommend getting divorced, but it's like I've learned things that I might not have learned any other way. Like oh, I, yeah, for sure. It's like I hate that. Like, no, I would be, I also have a lot of 
more problems because of my divorce. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's not. But like, you're always, there's always going to be hard things in yeah. your life you're going through. Like, and so I just think if you're divorced or going through like a long term, like I know some people weren't married, but they freaking dated long enough that they, you know, it's very similar. It's like, truly take that time for yourself. I feel like you hear that, like, but do it because even because you're gonna be taking that time take that time even if you get into another relationship kind of like you guys did it's like you still need that time to heal yeah so it's like the either the person has to be very patient or you got to be by yourself um i had to negotiate that healing with another person at least tenuously there you know with some expectation of some commitment there and that was very difficult Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Right. Sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. And but th- there's there's going to be a healing time. And so you you're not going to just put it in a drawer and let it be and you're going to be fine afterwards. Like it's not that's just not how it works. And people that advise you to do that have no idea what they're talking about. Yes. Like, okay, people love to say time heals all wounds. Yeah. But it's not just time. It's time. Or it is or it is better to have yeah. loved than lost. That's just the biggest crock but it's of like, crap. <laughs> time only heals wounds if you're also doing stuff. I think I pulled this out. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Um Yeah, so if somebody tells you time heals all wounds, just know that's not just sitting around and waiting for time to pass. Like you have to address your issues. And I will say this last relationship I was in, I, it like pushed me to say, oh, some of the stuff I thought I'd figured out, I don't, I need to, um, figure out my anxiety. And I started doing a bunch of things to figure that out. I need to understand more why I'm not connecting with people or I'm connecting with the wrong people. So it's like, you don't have to have everything figured out before you get into a relationship because guess what? More stuff is going to come up when you get, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're not done. You're never, you're yeah. always a work in progress. Yeah. You're never going to be done. So I guess one thing that, that I would advise someone to do if they are recently divorced, especially if they don't have kids or you know, anybody mm-hmm. that's there that's dependent on them is find someone or something to love that might depend on you a little bit. I think it would have been really good for me to get an animal of some variety. And I know that seems silly. No, my but, dog saved me. So but yeah. it like it it takes you out of your you and yeah. it allows you to be like I have this thing that depends on me mm-hmm. for food and love and life and it means that I have to I have to perform even just a little bit like even a cat, right? <laughs> even I, th- a cat. This seems really silly, but no, like I honestly wish that the, that I had gone out and gotten a, a dog because I think that it would have helped me become a level person a lot faster. Because you get into this place where you are, it's like you're in a whirlpool of yourself and you can't think outside yourself. You can't think past yourself. You can't think, you know, your whole world is, 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 you know, 
keeping food in the fridge and keeping your, you know, head above the waves and just treading water. And, and if you can find a way to get outside yourself, either to serve someone else, to help someone else just for a few hours, even a week, or, you know, if you have that obligation to a living thing, I think that, that, that could really be extremely helpful. I think, I mean, I know that Rue was very helpful for you, even though like, you know, you had someone to go home to, like you didn't really have someone to go home to, but like we'd, we'd hang out or whatever on Sunday afternoons and you'd come over for four or five hours and we'd play games and eat dinner and stuff. And then you'd be like, well, I, I have to go home because I have to take care of Rue. She needs to have her dinner. And it was like, you had a thing that you need, you had an obligation that you needed to do. And then you had someone there that was just going to look in your eyes and love you no matter what. Yeah. And so a dog. Find a dog if you're a dog person, for sure. I, that That's like, I don't know. I think that would really be a helpful thing. Yeah. Seems corny, but. Yeah, and if you're not an animal person, like, do not isolate from your friends. Like, yeah. my friends. As hard as it may be. Yeah, like, you want to because you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sad. I'm such a drag. I'm like, so broken. Yeah, you don't want to be the person that's, like, sad all the time. And I hate crying in front of people. And those first few months, like, you're just crying. All the- I was just crying all you're the gonna time. You're going to cry. Yeah. I, my pro tip for anyone who is going through a bad breakup, carry tissues with you because you, like, think you're good. And then all of a sudden you're crying and you have nothing to blow your nose on. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my hot tip because... And so it's like, you might not want to be around people because you're like, oh my gosh, I just randomly cry. Or like, I don't want to hear about anyone's relationships. I don't want to be around anyone who's happy, but I don't want to be around anyone who's sad. You're like, I was just like so emotional. You just don't want to be. Yeah. But like, again, like plan things with friends. So you have to get, you have to get up, you have to get out, um, keep going to work, you know. Um, The more you isolate, the longer you'll be miserable. Yeah, and I remember, like, yeah, a few weeks after my divorce, just I moved into this house, and we couldn't figure out how to turn the heat on, which I figured out. But um, it just me and Rue, like, cuddled up under the blankets in January. And, like, that was, like, that's, like, one of my memories of, like, post-divorce because it was, like, it was, like, I'm all alone, but I'm also not because it's, like, you're going to survive this one day at a time. And we did. We figured out how to turn the heat on. And we figured out how to do different things. And um, just, you're not alone. But also, you can do it by yourself. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. And I think it's important, too, that every divorce is different. Every situation is different. I think it's very nuanced. I think it's very complicated. And I think there are times where... Well, I both you guys probably agree with this, where the divorce is actually the best thing for the relationship, right? Is that yeah, like totally? And so I, I think, you know, I've I've had friends, you know, that get divorced, and honestly, it's not that. I mean, it is hard, I think, but it's not as yeah. traumatic. I think both of your situations are kind of yeah more so very well, difficult for you, but I I know that that's not always the case, and so I think it's important too that like to acknowledge that there are people that may go through a divorce 
that aren't sad and aren't yeah, sad and that are actually i mean there i'm sure there's i'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's people that have already gone through the grief yes the grief yes. and the separation and, and, and their grief probably part. comes more from hurting somebody that they committed to and that they planned and i think that would be a very interesting perspective to hear somebody who's been kind of the instigator of the divorce and what that experience was like because that's got to be hard too of being like yeah and i'm sure there's people that were excited to get back out there and start dating again and who were you know like and yeah. so i i think it's important to just re iterate that these are our experiences um and that if your experiences are different or if you know somebody that's it's a different experience i think that's okay i don't think you know i don't think if if you are going through a bad breakup and it's hasn't been that hard or traumatic for you like that's okay like that's you don't need to like make it you know what i mean but then but i do know that like it from my personal experience dating somebody who was divorced there's a lot that goes with it and you know, getting to know Andrew really well and getting to know you really well um, over the years. Just I have the most, I have so much respect for both of you guys and and your abilities to push through something that I don't know if I could do. I mean, like, it would be very hard, you know, like, but I, I've watched the people that you were and that you've become through those experiences. And I f- feel very honored to be close to you guys through those experiences and to watch you be vulnerable and to suffer and to really truly rise above. And I feel like I have like the most respect. And in fact, I think if honestly, if Andrew and I were dating before his divorce, I don't know if I we would have ever gotten married, honestly. Like not and not because I love you because of your divorce, but like I feel like I saw you at your worst at your worst. Oh, for sure. And I loved the person you were. And that you know, like and I and I knew that who you were was someone I wanted to be with. I didn't like all the other stuff. I didn't like the complications. I didn't like the, the that but who you were through that and who you've become from it makes me love you even more and and I can say the same thing with with you Lauren you know watching you date your ex-husband and get married and you know then watching you go through through a divorce and rising above it and try to date new people and learning <laughs> to like find balance of loving who you are and being okay being single and having those like moments of victory of like I bought this tool at this this you know and I fixed something in my house by myself and like have that be such a validating experience I just I have the most love and respect for both of you and I just feel honored that I've got to be part of your stories and to and to grow with you and and mourn with you and be just part of it I just I'm just honored and I and I hope that this this podcast has been helpful to to people with whatever you're going through to know that like this is going to sound cheesy but you're like you're not alone like there are people that love you there are people that understand there are people that have yeah and I think I don't know I just yeah I I feel like this has been a very vulnerable episode for us normally we're like talking to other people and they're being vulnerable with us but I, I hope that you've come to to understand Lauren and I a little bit better and who we are as people and the things that have made us who we are but also know that we life is hard and nuanced and complicated and everybody has stuff they're going through and 
your experience may be very different, but at the, at the end of the day, like at the end of this, you know, we all had similar, but different experiences. We can sit here and have compassion and love for one another and our experiences and who we are simply by sharing our stories and growing together. And I think that's, I think that's beautiful. So, yeah. And I just want to add to that, that there are going to be people who are going to criticize you for being divorced. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. And, or think you're broken or yeah, think that yeah. you're damaged goods. <laughs> and, but you, so it's like, but then you, you, some of, like, some of my favorite memories from my friends are freaking, like, when I had to move out of my house and my friends and I shoved my mattress into their Subaru and we were all, like, sitting on laps and cramming my stuff and, like, trying to clean, you know, my house and all that oh. stuff. Like, those, again, it was miserable, but it also such fond memories with friends. It was miserable and magical at was, the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Taylor. Um, <laughs> In the best way. Or what? Miserable and magical. Um, and so it's like there will be people who criticize you, and then you look the other way, and there are people that are just like have your back. And I'm also always, I think there are so many people that, with social media and everything, there's so many people that are, like, silently cheering for you that you don't even know that, like, years later people will tell me, like, like, what you just said, Grace, reminded me of when people be like, I was really inspired by you. And I'm like, inspired? Why? <laughs> I was like, I was like, had a failed marriage and mental breakdowns. That's inspiring. But, you know, it's like, you're, this is what our podcast is all about. It's like, you're, even your worst, what you think your worst moments are, are inspiring to somebody else and so it's like it's okay and the haters are gonna hate to quote taylor again and but also the people who love you are gonna love you the lovers lovers gonna love lovers gonna love <laughs> and you're gonna find people in relationships that you wouldn't have because of it that will you know th- that will that will be different and better and more fulfilling throughout the rest of your life because you went through, you went to a place that was that dark and that hard. Yep. So to wrap it up, hard things are hard, <laughs> but good. And it can be fun sometimes during the hard stuff. Even when it's crappy. But it's crappy. <laughs> so don't recommend getting divorced. Do get divorced if you need to get divorced and it's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> Be patient if you're dating somebody who's divorced, but it's okay if you need to walk away. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like there's no one you. answer. No, there's, there's not. not. There's no one it's answer, definitely... is there? And so trust your intuition and only listen so much to what everybody else and Don't says. say unsolicited advice to people who don't want it. Just... I know. Everyone's well-meaning. Everyone is well-meaning. <laughs> just don't. But... Just ask the what they like, need and ask, you just, know... Ask how you can help. Just Bring them food. Yes. <laughs> Bring them food. Yes. And like, because sometimes you don't want to leave your house. But if someone comes to you with food, you're like, I did need a little bit of attention and food. <laughs> so that's always That's so funny. I remember, I remember when I, uh, I took it, maybe it was the first time I went to the grocery store after. It had been like, I had nothing, nothing left in the house. And I bought like bologna and bread. <laughs> it was bad and I like took a picture of it I was like mom I went to the grocery store and it was there was like bologna and butter and bread and like a Dr. Pepper 
on the little rolly thing. And she was like, and she texted me, and she's like, son, I'm worried about you. <laughs> hey, that's like two of the food groups. That's pretty good. Actually, it's funny that you said that because I would call my mom at the grocery store. And I finally was like, I'm just going to grab, like, I hadn't been eating, like, in, like, the three months of the divorceness happening. Just I enough lo- to survive. I lost, like, 20 yeah. pounds or something. And I remember, yeah, then being on my own and being like, I am just going to grab literally whatever sounds good because I just need to eat. And it's like, cheese and crackers, like, fruit snacks, like, whatever. And it's like... I mean, we could go off forever about things, but it's like, don't expect too much from yourself. Just survive. Like, you'll be in survival mode, and then... That's why it's called survival mode. Yeah, it's like, you're just... Just get through. That's why why you liked me, because I I fed you a lot. That's why our relationship... Grace did feed me quite often. Um... Food is a big deal. That was that was something Chris, that I could do. That wasn't like it wasn't awkward to be like, "You're probably depressed. Do you want some food?" Yeah. It was like, "Hey, I'm making dinner. Come over." Yeah. Or like, and you "I did that for me too." Like, and then there was an activity, and there was no commitment, and it was just easy. Yeah. yeah. But that was a huge. That's, that was a, a, that's huge a great part thing you of, can do for someone. That was a huge part of how we like. Sometimes I just order you a pizza and have it delivered to your house. Drop off food, that, or just say, "Hey, yeah. come over and eat with us." Big, yeah. That's a big deal. That's like a big help. Yeah. You guys fed me, and you were like, you can stay and play games, or like, like, there's just, yeah, everybody's going to be at different places at different times, but food is always good. Food is good. Divorce, not good, food good. Well, is there anything else that you guys want to add before we close out? I mean, I feel like we've covered lots. said so much. I I I I feel like if there's people that are going through it right now that having been there you'll make it 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 feels forever like you won't make it it feels like you're out drowning in the middle of the ocean by yourself and there's not anything to see but horizon and you're all alone and you'll never make it but you will yeah and, and you don't believe all the people who say this when you're in it. <laughs> no, you but don't. It's, but... but they're right. They're actually right. Yeah, it's like one day you like wake up and you're like, I'm still I... alive. Yeah. Or and then like years later you wake up and you're like, I think I like my life. Like, there's the stages, right? Like you're you hit the point where you're like, okay, I survived, and then you hit another point where you're like, I think I'm happy. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. And then you can relate to a bunch of people. And you can relate to people <laughs> with like serious hard things yeah. in their life. Well, that's kind of like the. Like, I'm definitely better for for that. I'm definitely able to relate to people better for yeah. that. That's kind of the goal and the objective with this podcast is connecting people through experiences, like, and seeing people, seeing their souls and their experiences and their who they are is really truly what makes us connected and. It's really cool. So thank you both for being open and vulnerable with this. With this I thought this would be a lot harder than it was. Yeah, I think it was I it. did get really amped at one mo- at one point. I was cool. like, oh, there's, there's a lot of emotions kind of coming <laughs> coming into me, but well, maybe we'll do another uh, another episode where Andrew uh, is like our co-host over here. But for now, I think we should wrap up for the nights. And uh, 
as as always you can follow us on instagram at laws and grace uh we'd also love if you guys could leave us some reviews so that way more people can find us because we get a lot of good feedback from people saying they like the stories um i think the best thing that we could do right that we need your help with is sharing it sharing what you're learning and giving reviews on our podcast so if you like our podcast please give us a review share with your friends and your family follow us at laws and grace on instagram and come back next week yeah i'll see you next time bye friends Oh, 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 oh,